good afternoon. We're right here with Arts FM here on Brighton TV. The biggest news probably of the week that we're going to end up circling or focusing on a lot today and much in the coming weeks is Jim Caviezel's film, The Sound of Freedom. I don't think there's a more pressing issue in our time than that of what's going on with the children in this world and in our nation. And the sad part is that our nation has become the hub for most of the consumer products that result from that sort of horrific crime. The child pedophilia, the child pornography, the various aspects that go along with all of that, including those that benefit financially. And unfortunately, most of that hub is right here in the United States. It's a real dark statement of the morality of where we are, and it's a lot of what we have to cover now as we go forward. And I will tell you honestly, it's made everything else seem pretty trite in comparison. We'll be right back to discuss all of that after these messages. If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic, lab-tested, storable food solutions from the Health Ranger store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our Ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. Mike Adams here with a, an operator, a, a deployment leader on the Texas southern border who's been using these satellite-based bivy sticks for very effective communications. And he's here just give us a few words about how these bivy sticks are operating, how it's helping he and his team members. And remember, these are available through the satellite phone store, sat123.com. It's satellite-based text messaging works when no cell towers work or aren't reachable. We use these to communicate uh, GPS cords to when we are seeing uh, drug runners or, or people carrying stuff. Uh, we've had, you know, bust up to 13,600 pounds worth of marijuana and fentanyl that, that we have been on operations with in conjunction with uh, federal agents and uh, supporting them in their operations. So they are pro-America and uh, pro-humanitarian in uh, helping to keep our country and our community safe. Everybody, God bless America. Take care. Can I take to everybody from Ohio, Brent, Coach Day, Christian Revolution, Liberty Report out of Phoenix, Jake Angeli's getting out, Kelly J. Patriot, Patriots in the Streets series, Patriots in the Streets, but most importantly, Lord Savior Jesus Christ or Bob, and if you want to do something, we're going to do a reverse Bud Light. We took Bud Light down because they're woke. We're going to take this platform up, and that is my pillow promo code God Wins. God Wins. Let's take that up, pump it up, and God bless America. Kelly G. Patriot, Brighty on. Great programs, Ohio Brent, and a lot of others. God bless America. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, and we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. Thank you. 
Hey, Patriots, and we're back here on Brighting on TV with Bards FM podcast. And before we begin, one of the best things you need right now is sleep. And I will tell you, I am one who speaks the truth on that because these endless hours of the things we're doing to try to wake people up and save our nation and get sovereign in our own lifestyles, it, it's time consuming. And sleep is a very valuable commodity, probably the most valuable commodity we have. MyPillow.com is the place to go to get the best products out there to ensure a great night's sleep. And it's not just the great products, it's also just a great company. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the location for the Bards landing page. It's just a very honored thing that we have over there for all of our patriots to have a page right there on MyPillow that features some of the best deals going. And the thing that you can absolutely be assured of is that as we go along, when you spend your monies over there on MyPillow, you're doing a number of things. You're contributing to a company, obviously, that is a patriot company that values what our constitution is, values what our Declaration of Independence stands for, and a CEO that is not only a Christian and gives immensely in many capacities, but most importantly, to the preservation and, and resurrection, uh, to use that word in a different context, of the, of the election system to make it fair and honest and true. That's Mike Lindell. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. There's tons of great savings right now. And their their products are just super high quality. Giza cotton sheets, which are on sale right now. And of course, when you get a chance, you should check out as well, if you have the MyPillow, check out the MyPillow 2.0. I didn't really think that I would ever be impressed with a pillow. I was impressed with the MyPillow original. I'm equally more impressed with MyPillow 2.0. It has a heat control thread in it that it just heat regulating thread that makes it unbelievably comfortable. And then there's just enormous savings all the way around on all their products. And you get all of those savings thanks to a consumer direct model that uses a promo code. Yours is Bards, B-A-R-D-S, that gets you the best deals in town. And let's let's face it, the efforts of Patriots buying through my pillow have been absolutely instrumental in shutting down cabal organizations like Bed Bath & Beyond. So those are ones that we don't need. We need companies like MyPillow who have the right values, the right place. We could use 300 more of them, I'll tell you honestly. So support MyPillow. Take advantage of great products. Ensure that you get the products you need for a good night's sleep. You will not be disappointed. Promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. All right, Patriots. The, the issue right here, I think, before all of us is really to start weighing what is important in the days and weeks ahead. Now, I've talked some about this on the Bards FM show, and I'm going to really dig into it again today here to kind of tell you where I'm sitting and in the direction that we're going. And I'm going to start with the film, The Sound of Freedom. Before The Sound of Freedom, God gave me a real nudge on a direction to go, but I, I want to focus on The Sound of Freedom, and then we'll come back to that. The child sex trafficking issue is something I've talked about for a lot of years. Uh, before I was even very active on social media. In Afghanistan, I was witnessing it. Um, when I, there was a huge problem there known as, as uh, it's child sex trafficking, but it's the, it's, the, it's the selling of boys. And it's the whole process of what they call bachabas, which is the trafficking in particular of one particular type of child, which is the Hazara children, because those boys have a particular look that the, the pedophiles in power, the warlords, and they're all pedophiles like. And so they force families to sell children into slavery. They traffic them they, and is their symbol of power. The governor Shirzai, who is the governor of, of Jalalabad province, one a person that we did, unfortunately, too much work with, was a active peddler of children. I've been on his compound. I have seen his compound that he built. It's like a cheap hotel that he built right next to his main mansion to house his 40 sex slaves that he had owned and used regularly for his own pleasure. His own assistant was a regular um, favorite of his, would be a right term. And it was a very disgusting experience to have to deal with these people. I've been up, in, up close and personal with some of these nasty people. And unfortunately, you have to bite your tongue and do the business you need, you're sent there to do and not do the thing you want to do. Here in the States, the problem is deep and it's a, a problem that's a global problem, but unfortunately here in the United States, we are the greatest consumer of that sickness around. And we've seen a massive growth in that industry 
over the last years, in particular since 2008, which is when the pedophile came into office, the first major one that we knew of, and that was Obama. So we, we've had a lot of issues we have to deal with now as a result of that growing market and growing sickness that's out here. President Trump, fortunately, was the, and notably, was the only president that put child sex trafficking on the top of his docket and did something about it. So whatever your feelings are towards President Trump and whatever your acts we have to grind, you or anybody else has to grind with his position on the vax, the undeniable fact is that he is the only president that has gone about addressing the most horrific transnational, transgenerational crime in human history, which is child sex trafficking. And that's a fact. And so there's a lot there. I mean, he's not going to be the only one. He can't be the only one that solves this problem. Now, the sound of freedom is by virtue of the actual crime a fairly benign film, but I think they do an outstanding job in a couple of ways of giving you a glimpse into the intricacies and the nightmare in which we're currently dealing with. The first 20 to 30 minutes of the film is a story about the actual capture and or subduing and then imprisoning, enslaving of two young children, stealing them from their father. And it begs a lot of questions that I think are important to look at in the longer term of Things like, in terms of the father, why is there so much trust that the father gives? Um, how is it that they, they, they have these people that are working literally in the open? How are these people targeting these families? What, are they, what mechanisms are they using? Um, how are they able to rent a room or have a room in their whole operation to put children in that nobody then knows who rented it or who owns the building? How are they able to put children on a container and then get them into the into through the port authority and get them on board of a ship even though children are apparently screaming or maybe they're not maybe they're subdued by drugs who knows but how are they able to do that and no one asks any questions how are they able to offload this, this container and no one asks any questions and how are they able to move the children in and around and and, and not be seen I mean, these are just a few of the things and, and there's i think from a, a mind of denial there's some pretty easy answers to those. But I think if you're going to be one that really wants to face this problem, you have to come to some very difficult and harsh truths, which is the depth of this corruption, which doesn't exist simply because it's an organized crime syndicate. It exists because the Port Authority, the government agencies, the police, they're all in on it. And it's at very various levels. And that's just the moving of children. It doesn't get into who buys them, who's financing the situation, who are the end users, because there's multiple end users. There's the users of the pornographic material that comes online. There's the users of the physical wanting to have the child and to rape them. And then there's another level of user that wants to rape and kill them. And that happens as snuff. And that's where they produce another level of product, which is the torture and snuff films that are out there in mass for people to consume. How is that sort of stuff allowed at all? How are they bypassing any sort of um, known protocols that would expose it to the public? How is it that we have massive, massive search engines and the capacity within our government and within our three-letter agencies to track damn near everything we have, and yet this, this crime mysteriously continues and grows? Where are these children's families? And that's, that's a big question. Like if you start looking at, in this film, we see that the two children are returned to their father. It makes for a very personalized story and does an exceptional job of bringing the threat and the ultimate, for many people, the fear of what that can mean in their lives inside the home, inside your heart. Men have been highly impacted by this. Thank goodness, finally. This is a, this is a time for men to stand up and be men and quit couching into the corner and, ha and not having any balls or spine, because this isn't going to be one with, that's going to be solved by people slipping away and trying to hide. And so this is time now that we, we need to see people stand up, but there's big questions still that remain. And the, and the issues, of course, of how can we help, what can we do, but on a bigger level, how deep is this crime? You're looking at this, this movement here of kids on this story at an international level with the children being housed ultimately, I think it's in Guatemala. They come from Honduras. I think they go to Guatemala, as I recall in the story. I saw it on Monday, just so you know.
And, um, and then they're able to traffic them through, say, Mexico and into the U.S. on a select basis. But take a look at another level of trafficking, which are the kids coming across the border. And the, the whore that that represents, the, the tens of thousands of children that are literally missing. They have no idea where they are. They've been moved by members of our military. They've been moved by the agency, CIA. They've been moved by people in the government. And nobody has any accountability for where they are. What, where are these kids going? How, what, and that again reflects on the depth of the corruption. And then you just, you have the general public that doesn't want to take a look at this and believe that their government is a rancid, rancid crap hole. And that's what it is. We, we are dealing with a, a tyranny, an absolute tyranny. And kids are the greatest commodity. Now, I've said this for a long time, years in fact, is that if you're invested in the stock market, and you, and even even our operations in the banks, but most notably in your investments, because that's where you're going to gain, especially with high risk investments. Ultimately, the stability of that market on the back back end, where you won't see it, is driven by the trafficking of drugs and kids. It's human sex trafficking and it's drugs that run that entire market. That's the global economy of the real economy, and that means that people are being broken by drugs and victimized by by the trafficking of kids. And a deeper spiritual level of this, which is horrific, is that it is the attack and assault on the innocence of humanity. They are breaking and destroying the innocence of life, which destroys futures, it destroys hopes. It leaves people as groomed and subject to being coming the same as them. They create a predatorial class by being victim, by victimizing the innocent. And we as a public, as a whole, and I'm not just limiting it here, to the United States, but we have to face it in the United States more than anybody else because we have the most consumers of that whore here in, the, in this country. And so we as the public have to start facing the fact that it is it, this is happening because we aren't asking questions, we aren't holding people accountable, and we are trying to live our lives without respect for the damage and pain that others are suffering so that we can live comfortable and peaceful and convenient lives. We, we've known for since, I mean, to really understand the problem, we have known since 2017 that Twitter was using private access points for pedophiles to be able to trade and to be able to view child children and child pornography and even have places where they could, they could view torture and, and, and killing of kids. This isn't a mystery, it's been out there. And I think for some people it's a kind of like, I've, and I've seen it in our own chat on Bards FM, where people are like, comments like, I'm having a hard time getting my head around how bad this problem is. And they start going through a justification project of talking about the process of like, well, when I was young, this is how we were raised. This is what, I don't care how you were raised, other than I hope you had a good life. The fact is that the threat that we're facing now is an adaptive, highly advanced, using technology and using massive human networks threat that has infiltrated every aspect of our government, our schools, and it's, it's infiltrated our legal system, it's inf infiltrated our judicial system, it's infiltrated the corporate boardrooms. And it's, it's one thing leads to the other. One person gets leveraged and blackmailed and then they, are, they do it again for someone else. And it's always the same excuse. The same excuse is, well, they blackmailed a person and they were trying to protect their family. And that's how they continue with the process. They leverage and blackmail one person and it starts and then a, a child gets kidnapped and get abused for years. If they survive it, if they survive it, then they become part of the neck. They get moved into the class of being a predator themselves. Now, Hollywood, we, anybody that believes that Hollywood is anything other than a pedophile shithole is, has no idea what it is. It is consumed with pedophiles. It doesn't mean that everybody in Hollywood is, but I will guarantee you when you start looking at the rise of young actors and you start to see what they're doing to kids, these kids aren't just randomly selected. They're selected for various traits. They are raped and abused, and then they're given talent and access, and they are only allowed to progress unless they do what they're told. And then many of those that are in high powers are allowed to gain these massive blockbuster films 
because they themselves have to become the users, are, are given a choice. Basically, it's just in a simple sense, rape this child, abuse this child, or, or don't get the role. And so they do it. This is all one big nasty cabal of abuse, all targeted towards destroying the world's fabric, the foundation that God gives us, which is our children. And it all is falling on us. It's a great testimony given by Glenn Beck. He's got a piece he just put out and it's really moving. And it's about, and this was done a number of years ago. And he was talking to um, a Chinese woman who basically was saying that she was, she was asked to, she had just come out of a Chinese prison and she had been given, she was, uh, had found life here now after she had been released from China. And she was at a party and someone asked her, they gave her a string of lights and she said, you know, um, they said, why don't you untangle these lights? And so she started to, and she started to cry. And the person asked her, are you okay? And she said, yes. She said, but these lights as a, as a political prisoner, as a religious political prisoner in China were the lights that I made while in prison. Now that's not child sex trafficking, but my point is this, we're consuming the products of the horrors of other nations so that we can have cheap crap at Walmart and have a convenient lifestyle. We're not facing the truths. People want more. They don't want to take time to realize the consequences of what our dollars do or what our actions do. And we're, we're perpetuating a curse on this nation because we're unwilling to look in the mirror and realize who we are. Now that Sound of Freedom is a phenomenal film in that it takes us on this initial journey. And if you know what you're looking for in the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes, you see enough there to ask a lot of hard questions to begin some amazing research to ask the whys, the hows, the what, the where. All of these things need to happen. As it moves through, it gets to be more the journey of an ind individual and the, the role that, that, that Jim Caviezel is playing. And then you end up at the end with the power of understanding the return and the importance of a father or, or parent to the children. It's a beautiful ending. And it really reminds you of just how sacred the relationship between child and parent is. But we're losing a lot of that in this war. And it's time that we start facing our responsibility, not just as parents, but as children of God, what our role is here. This stuff, this horror has to end. And it's not going to end by trying to find some stupid agency to fix it. They're in on it. It's not going to end by waiting for some group of white hats to come in and save the day. It's not going to end by asking, you know, the military is in control and playing these dumb games right now, trying to think that, well, Trump's in power and Trump's not in power. That stuff is so trite. And it, it leads us ultimately to one pure answer, which is what are we doing here? I know my mission. I've known it for a long time, but I've come out boldly now and just, and we're, we're shaping the entire bars nation around it. And we're going to talk all about that in the second half hour of this program today. But the fact of the matter is that we all have the same mission. And that is we were, have always been tasked with protecting the innocent and ensuring that the children that God gives us in this world are nurtured and raised in a beautiful way to love him and in, the, in turn to love their family and to grow up being godly children in the world. The film of the, the other one big thing that the film also points out and you notice that everything is about outside the United States. I have no position on Operation Underground with Tim Ballard, which is what the film is ultimately based on. But I do find it disturbing, not from his point, but as Americans, he's put in this massive effort on a global level, but Operation Underground does not touch anything in the United States. They have, they do no domestic operations. And again, that's part of the, we're going to talk about that in the next half hour. It has to change. We, the people need to take our worlds back. We need to take our communities back. And as we've talked about over the, this last three years, if you've been on the, the channel, almost four now, but definitely three folk, I mean, it's four years that the Bards FM has been building as a podcast, but three years that I've talked about the principles of county by county. 
And county by county is this building momentum of how that we have to take our nation back. Well, this is also how we're going to solve in a different framework, but how we're going to solve this issue with child sex trafficking. It's the only answer because we can't rely on a top-down model and it can't be just trying to reduce or eliminate the, the source of the problem, which is the source threat issue. We have to get to the end user issue. And that's a massive, massive problem for us because we are the end users of this. So that's something as a nation that speaks deeply to the importance of us shifting back to our humbleness before God to reset our moral foundation. But we also have to go through a process of healing and restoration. That's both individual, but in particular, it's focused on the children that have been damaged. And that's on us. That's not going to happen through CPS. It's not going to happen through HHS. It's not going to happen through the, some welfare agencies, some county outreach program. Our government's corrupted. Our government's in on this. And even when they are wanting to do the right thing, their hands are tied and they have no way to move. And ultimately, your, your perpetrators are allowed to walk and the damage is done. And there's no ability to restore the individuals after they've been abused. We have to be better than that. And as a nation, we can be. So when we want to say, make America great again, let me challenge you with this. Make America godly again. And let's get back to the foundations of what we really are. And let's stop being the self-consumed materialist culture and let's start really paying attention to what the most important asset is we have. It's not your bank account. It's the children. And until we fix that problem, we will never fix this nation nor have any hope of being free. We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for watching Writing on TV. I'm Caroline Chang, and you can find me at awaytowonnersradio.org and also American Media Periscope. You can find me there as well. With so much of the world's current food supply consisting of dirty, contaminated, genetically modified foods that may have been grown using herbicides and pesticides, increased scrutiny over what you put in your body is of the utmost importance. Even supposedly organic foods found on most grocery store shelves may contain toxic substances, chemicals, and other additives that can be harmful to your health. That's why here at BrighteonStore.com, we subject all our in-house products to extensive lab testing for glyphosate, heavy metals, and microbiology using our state-of-the-art spectrometry equipment to ensure the highest quality of cleanliness and purity. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, and we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at BrightionStore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrightionStore.com. Hey, Patriots, and welcome back here to Bright Down TV and Bard's FM podcast. Before we get going, one thing to be really concerned or focused on is really ensuring the safety of your vehicles, your computers, your home electronics, your ham radio station, your, insta your installed permanent generators, just the whole house systems. Um, and the only way to do that in this particular climate is to ensure that you have some sort of protection from EMP. That is a real active threat. 
And whether or not it manifests, what we do know is the psychopaths that run the world have every intention of doing just that if possible. Now, right now, if you head over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com, right now they have a site-wide 10% off for what they call Freedom Special, which is great. It was a continuation of the 4th of July special. But when you use your promo code, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get an additional $50 off and free shipping. Now, these are 100% made in America products. They've been tested at the finest government labs. They are tested up to standards of DOD at the highest level for EMP. They deal with EMP 1, 2, and 3 levels. They also will deal with lightning strikes, and they also deal with solar flares. It is truly the best product on the market, easy to install, and uh, fairly priced for the amount of insurance that you gain. I have them on my ATV, on my Jeep. I have them. My dad has them on his vehicles. We have them on the house um, and, and installing one on the, on the ham base station I'm, I'm creating. So there's just a number of places they, they, and products they have to support that, which we have in our homes and our lives to ensure that those systems can be maintained. And like it or not, we're dependent on these electronic devices. And you know whether it's your ATV that has a computer brain or your car has a computer brain, in any sort of shock, be it lightning or be it solar flare or be it the, an EMP, that it is a, it's an expense that sometimes isn't even worth replacing. I mean, it could be that expensive. So this is an insurance to all of that. So head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get $50 off per unit and take advantage right now of the site-wide 10% off, which is fantastic. And then it, take advantage as well of the massive library they have there of all their testing and installation guides. They're super easy to install. My dad's is one of his is installed under the hood of his Explorer. Mine is installed under the seat of my my passenger seat of my Jeep. And they're they're easy to install in your in your panels at home, your electrical panels. There, it's just a, it's a super easy device to install, and a great level of insurance to have. So again, EMPShield.com, promo code Bards. Last week, um, I was talking to. Pastor Dave Bryant, who's in Glad Tidings Church, and he was telling me the story of a pretty significant rescue of children that they were had been part of. That one of the people that had come to his church as a gang member that they were doing some work with in the process of deliverance and also the process of just healing as he comes to Christ, um, gave some intelligence, shared some information that he had on a significant number of children that were being held in the San Francisco area to, they were being used as a rape house. And um, that ended up being an operation that they were able to give that information to, to the right group. And that group executed a, a takedown of that and moved quickly. And as a result, the children were saved. It was many children. And I asked Dave, where is, what happened to the children? And he said, that's the problem. He said, we don't have the capacity to take that many kids in. A couple of things happened at that point in time. He went on to tell me what, you know, where his thoughts were. And literally it was at that moment that God just gave me an amazing vision. It started to unfold and has been unfolding since then in a, an amazing download of the direction that I'm taking Bard's nation. And this is open. I mean, we want people involved. As I said in the previous half hour, we are not going to solve this problem by focusing on strategic solutions. Like anything, you have to have strategic operations, but you have to be able to get down to the granularity of understanding where the problem is originating. And the problem is originating in our local communities. And unfortunately, in our local communities is where you have the consumers, which equally become financiers indirectly. There's big financiers that manage the big operation, but the people that buy and consume this crap and these horrors of children are the ones that are ultimately the consumer and financiers of this problem. And they, it has to be taken down. And do, don't think for a second that the idea of pedophilia, child sex trafficking, uh, this whole nightmare isn't happening. It's happening in every single community. Homeless areas are one of the prime areas of pickings because as these homeless populations grow, no one cares. In fact, worse, American public has become so, especially, the, I, I would argue, especially the liberal class of this nation, which, in, and I'm going to be very blunt, 
and offensive. The liberal class of this nation, for the most part, is a cancer. I'm all for trying to improve society in a greater way that benefits us all better with less profiteering for a few and greater opportunity for the many. I will never be one that believes in egalitarianism, this garbage. I don't believe in, in a justice of reform without justice of consequence. Um, I am pro-capital punishment to a degree. I'm equally pro-restoration to get people back in society, but there has to be a cost and a consequence for what you do. The problem with the liberal class is cost and consequence and accountability are not things that they want to address. They want everything to be easy and to be free. And most of the people that are driving the liberal agenda are white rich kids. And that's just a fact of the matter. So they push these problems away and push them down. And even worse is many in these elite classes, regardless of left or right, political, liberal or, or conservative, are consumers of the very things that we are suffering down at the lower level, at our level. It has to change. And the only way it's going to change is fundamentally striking it at its core, at the heart, which is local communities. There's a story that just came out, and at least I just found it today. I, don't, I didn't get the exact date on it. It's happened here within the last week or two. But there was an Antifa person that was arrested in Hungary by the Hungarian police. And the Hungarian police discovered they had 70,000 images of child pornography on their computer. That person committed suicide. And it's, like I say, it's a self-writing ship. Most of these people don't want to be exposed. They want to have this deviant behavior hidden and away from mind's eye. But don't kid yourself. There is a massive move in this nation. And on a global level, it's even part of the WEF and the World UN, UN's agenda to normalize and legalize pedophilia. In, the, in Great Britain or United Kingdom right now, they have a TV show that was done by BBC that brings kids up on stage and adults walk up in front of them naked, showing their genitalia and the whole thing, talking about their genitalia parts of different body types to get children normalized to seeing adults naked before them. That's normalizing pedophilia. The trans movement is trying to push for men to have babies. This is a deviant, sick behavior of wanting the, of normalizing pedophilia within our very eyes. And the greatest crime in that whole movement is the established gay and lesbian community that for the most part is sitting quiet on the side. They're so wrapped around their pride and I will add to that hyphenated arrogance of their stupid rainbow flag that they're allowing the, this growth and cancerous growth of, of criminality the most horrible crime against humanity to persist. And much of that happens because they themselves know that their lifestyle is a deviant lifestyle. And many of them have been either victimized or part of child sex trafficking or child sexual abuse as a whole. As a world, we have to put our foot down. So there goes in where, where I talked about Thursday night, the commission that was put before me, this was last Thursday night, the commission that was put before me by our father, Father God. And that commission was to build the greatest and biggest network of information, communication, and safe, safe houses to save, heal, and restore the children. That absolutely has to happen. And unfortunately, we are not equipped well to do that. We need to, and so the three pillars are rescue, heal, and restore, or rehabilitate. It is it, rescue, heal, and, and restore is the absolute issue that we face here now. Rescue, heal, and restore. We have to do that for our children. And that's where our focus will be going forward here in every activity that we do one way or another will be related to that. Mars Nation is uniquely suited because it is, it is a podcast that as of today hit 40 million downloads. It's about a million three, a million four downloads per month. There is a reach of 120 countries. There's active participants across the world and across this nation. Obviously the biggest consumer of the podcast is the United States. And so the emphasis is going to be at a county by county level since we have been working that way in mentality anyway, in a restorative way in the seven pillars of county by county to now take that to the next level, to start building out the capacities 
to develop the safe houses for restoration or safe places. And that's not a liberal safe place. We're talking safe havens, kingdom safe havens, building out the, in, the intelligence cells that will be able to gather, verify, infiltrate the networks, and then produce actionable intelligence so that we can then elevate the problems up through a communication network of small podcasters at a county level and that will be able to bring shed light on the problem that then can be transferred off onto some sort of operational and tactical element that can work in coordination with each other to dismantle these networks and bring these people to justice. Knowing that our system is corrupt, and it is, we have to find a way to function legally within authorities that is not subject to the criminality of our current judicial system. And that comes through the form of common law. We don't need state nationalism. We don't need all this other stuff. We need to be operating under common law, which is what our country was built on. And that means that as common law, the foundation of our common law is the Bible. And that means we're under kingdom authority. And that's exactly how this entire program is going to be architected and, and developed and deployed. We're moving at a pretty rapid rate, considering that this is only seven days in incubation. The, the operational plan is now taking shape. In the coming weeks, we're going to be having uh, online meetings to discuss general framework. We're going to be having face-to-face -face meetings to talk more sensitive items. We're going to leverage the Bards Fest that are coming up to be able to bring people together, to be able to talk and focus on ideas and idea generation. But we're not sitting still because while where many organizations want to be flat-footed and to wait for funding to be developed to do this, much of this can fall on what people currently are capable of doing now gathering the what we call mapping out your terrain your human terrain of your of your county or your local area to understand who's involved in what who's funding them what their political positions are being observant where every human being becomes a censor that is does takes no dollars that just takes time finding able ability to get podcasting going at a local level is just people having the desire and a small investment of 100 or $200 to be able to podcast. And so there's all of these things are very low cost that are very achievable by the individual that don't require a massive head organization to raise money and then try to shed, spread it down. That type of engine over time may develop, but the most powerful part about this entire model is that it's distributed. It's not relying on a single head entity, but it's empowering each and every one of us and each one of every one of you to be part of this solution and not sit on the sidelines wringing your hand and wondering what you can do. And there's no excuse for people not to be involved. We have to be able to be very accurate and precise about the information that we gather. So here's a, a reminder story of how bad things could get if you don't do things right. In Australia, just in this last week, there was a woman who accused her husband, they had five children, of of molesting her daughter. Now, what we, when that story first broke, it sounded pretty horrific, except that she was a meth addict and she had linked up with a meth gang. And one of the people in this meth gang was a self-proclaimed pedo hunter. So she, in, in what appears to have been a desire to gain access to free drugs by trading off something for an exchange for her drugs, traded her husband remember a husband and a mother of five children over to the pedo hunter. She let them into their, her home. They abducted the husband and threw him in the trunk of the car, stuck him out in the hot heat for 23 hours to where he was dehydrated and without any strength. They then strapped him to a table and tortured him with a chainsaw in the name of hunting pedos to try to extract out a confession. And in the end shot him in the head. All of that, because of a drug addiction and the, the emotional explosive piece that pedophilia brings to people's hearts. We have to develop a very measured and level approach to this as emotional as an intense as this topic is. You have to become a special operator and you have to understand truly that when you're dealing with these sort of subjects, as emotional as they are, you have to fall back to actionable, verifiable intelligence to know what you're dealing with. 
Random accusations are dangerous in this environment, in this climate. They will result in a high level of volatility. You have to be very leveled and measured in the reporting of these events when you're starting to go after specific people and you have to be careful about pointing specific, your finger at specific names. This is dangerous in this territory if we don't do that. Most of all, we have to remember that our role here is as representatives of the kingdom, the children of God. We're not here as hunters from hell. Now there is, the body of Christ is made in an unequal way. We like to say we're all part of the body of Christ, but we do that, we tend to whitewash the uniqueness that God brings to this earth. And this is why I say that every person has an, a place in this army. And it's the skills and talents and gifts that God gave us that make us what we are. I know I'm friends with truly some of the finest hunters of bad guys in the world. I, these people are some of the best that have ever existed. I am proud to be part of those groups as one of the information guys that's able to put those stories together and if and communicate that and develop the strategies to work around what they do and to raise up the influence needed to shake out, sort of shake the tree. That's just my skill set and my drift as God's put me here as others. There are other people that are great at, in cooking. There are people that are great at nurturing children. There are people that are amazing prayer warriors. There's people that are amazing intercessor prayer warriors. There's people that are amazing deliverance folks. There's people that are amazing medics and, and doctors. There's people that are great builders, people that are great with forging tools and all of these things have a place. And that's what you have to understand is the greatest mission we've ever taken on as humanity is to restore the damaged and broken children of the most evil cabal ever to have risen in the history of mankind who have preyed on children for years. And that means giving them back skills. That means giving the healing them physically and spiritually. It means saving them from the, the, the evildoers and eliminating those evildoer problems. It also means finding and exposing the users of this crap in our local community. And it means that those people either ha are going to have to face a measure of justice on that as well. I don't think the hammer falls as badly on the one who consumes pornography, though I would sometimes wonder, um, versus the one that is doing the actual execution of, of abducting a child. But nonetheless, there has to be a measure of accountable justice that goes along with this. And that's where common law comes in as an architecture, because common law gives us the, the type of law that our founding fathers intended for this nation, which has been long forgotten. And so all of these things are coming together to provide an enormous amount of mobilization of resources and training that will become available very soon through Bards FM and, Bards, and throughout Bards Nation to be able to start empowering individuals and mobilizing people at a local level. There is nothing more passionate and more, I should say, more powerful in this world is when people take the passion of God and his love for children and put it on their heart and let him lead you, you to what you need to be done. So in this interim period right now, as I've recommended for people to be sitting here and people wondering, what can I do? Well, pray, but don't pray idly. Pray into where God wants you. Ask him, what is my commission in this life? I know mine. And I've shared it with Bards Nation. Uh, you can hear the details of that in Thursday night Fishers of Men last week, last Friday night's Fishers of Men, last Sunday night's uh, Peace Be Still. And there'll be much more coming out on this. But that commission is very clear to me. And I spent three hours that night in prayer, almost four, and um, put myself before the throne and accepted God's commission he put to me. And that doesn't come without challenges and doubts about who we are and the me measure of magnitude of what this mission is, because it's huge. But I wanted to be very clear what I was accepting. And those confirmations have come forward since then. And I know that this movement that we're heading into is going to be a storm against the enemy like nothing it's ever seen. But what it's going to hinge on is you. It's going to hinge on your passion and willingness to step into the ring with the gift and talents that you have, not trying to imagine that the only place to be is where that character Jim Caviezel was playing is kicking in the doors. That's only one little grain of a massive 
network that we're standing up to do the right thing, which is to save the children. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time we've come together today. I'm just very blessed with the opportunity to reflect, to honor, and to be hopefully inspired to step into the arena and to step into the ring to now fight for what is most precious, the children. In this hour, Father, we pray that the hearts of the many will be awakened and stirred to action, the understanding of where you need each person and will be made clear that their prayers will reveal to them exactly what their intended mission is, what they need to do, and if that, or provide them in their lives the people that can guide them and point them to where they need to be. Guide us all, protect us, lead us, raise us up, and we say these things in the children's name and Christ's name. Amen. So Patriots, a lot ahead, a lot to reflect on. If you haven't seen the film, Sound of Freedom, please see it. It's important. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. Nearly all the violence.